nothingness, silence, the void. That's what the Doom Phantom thrives on. He is the ultimate arbiter of life and death in the universe. He is the one to whom I pledge my wholehearted allegiance. Not that pathetic Prince Diamond with all his illusions of power and conquest. What a ridiculous fellow. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. And who knows what will happen this week in the episode called Sapphire Dies, Wise Man's Trap. (laughs) I wonder... I wonder what could possibly happen. That's episode uh, 86 of Sailor Moon R, and we are, we're so close to the end of R. We're, do you realize we're like three episodes away? I didn't, but good to know. Yeah, we're like so close to the end of R, uh, which, I mean, which means our national good. nightmare is almost over. Yeah, turns out that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm getting into un- uncharted territory. I'm excited about it. I am super excited for that. Every episode being your first time seeing it, that'll be the best. Uh, well, I mean, I will be watching it shortly before we record the episode. It no, won't yes, be live, I know. but you know the deal. <laughs> no, yeah, not watching it as we record for the first time. That would be kind of amazing. But no, well, that's to terrible. Help us talk about, uh, to help us talk about episode 86, we have a guest back on the show for what I believe is her fourth appearance. You will remember her from last week's episode where we talked about the birth of Black Lady. Katie Donnelly is here. Hi, Katie. Hello. Katie, how are you? You doing all right? I'm doing excellent. Now, it normally, I think people have kind of uh, figured this out by now. Um, normally, when we record, we do two episodes at a time. But it actually has been a week since we last recorded. So, Katie, I'm going to ask you this in all seriousness. Are there any new Sailor Moon developments in your life? Actually, yes. <gasps> Let's That's, hear it. Yeah. Well, it's not like a huge development, but I was talking to a friend the other day that lives in California and I don't talk to her a ton. And she was like, yeah, you know what I've been watching? I've been watching back through the old Sailor Moon. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so weird. I'm on a Sailor Moon podcast this week. And she was like, oh, that's so cool. And I was like, it's not, but you know, you, you should listen to it. <laughs> Um, it's a very cool uh-huh. podcasting is like the podcasting is like the new television. And I truly believe that. Sure. Yes. I'm going to smile and nod. Neither of which you can see on the podcast. Podcasters are the new rock stars too, right? That, that's true. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yes. But only because of our crippling addictions. Oh, to Sailor Moon. Your own voices. To Sailor Moon. No, to, to Sailor Moon. To Lucky Charm Juice. <laughs> uh, well, Katie, I am glad that you. Uh, I'm glad that you are are having some Sailor Moon developments. Did you Did you like talk about the episodes at all with your friend? Well, so she's still on the earlier episodes. She's still on the original arc. So we didn't talk about these too much. 
but I did tell her that I didn't think they were great. And she was like, oh, I really thought that they were so good and they held up really well. So I'll be interested to see what once she gets further on how she feels. I mean, I, again, I, I thought season one held up really well. Most of the first season, I think, I think is pretty, pretty solid. It's, But there's also a lot of novelty in the new season. Like, you know, there's only so many times you can see a new Sailor Scout show up, you know? I mean, I right. guess there's not. I guess there's theoretically unlimited times yes. that that can happen and will continue to happen. Yeah. Do you think... You think that we're like accidentally viewing the entire series through rose-colored glasses, and if we even like listened to season ones of our own podcast, we'd be sitting there going, "This is the worst. This show sucks." And like, they were like, "Oh, why do we remember liking it all the time?" <laughs> maybe, maybe we got hit by uh, by Chibiusa's hypno umbrella. Oh, and we just or, we just forget we don't like it. No, of we, course we we love this show. Or we died and and we lost our memories. Oh, that might have happened. <laughs> I do remember you putting your hand on my shoulder and lending me the power to hit a deadline on a comic book script. <laughs> Good times. Uh, well, Katie, uh, you, as again, I, I said this last week, but it holds true. You seriously have one of my favorite stories of uh, Sailor Moon origin stories uh, of how it uh, shaped your life when you were younger. So if anyone hasn't heard that, go back and listen to Katie's first appearance. It's great. Uh, it was almost exactly a year ago that you were first on the show. So... Thank you for sharing that, and thank you for coming back to talk about this bit of weirdness that we have this week. It is my pleasure. Plus, this is a good year. This is a good time of year to have me on things. Is it? Keep Why? For next year. Uh, because it's summer, and so I actually have a personality, and I'm alive. <laughs> During the winter, you don't have a personality? I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I just shut down. Oh, like hibernation? Yeah, it's like psychological hibernation. <laughs> Do you, are you like, see, I feel that way in the summer, like the heat and just the sunlight. <laughs> like I can't take it oh. Yeah, I, too much. I prefer cold to hot myself. No, the summer is my time. Like right. fall, is well, you are a... life, but winter, I just, I just shut down. Oh, but winter's so great. There's Christmas. Winter is the worst. Ugh, that's, that's <laughs> clearly untrue. So should we do some, uh, some tweets? Well, I have a, I actually have an email I would like oh, to read, okay. Jordan. Please do. This email comes from Willis, who says, Dear Chris, Jordan, and guest. That's that's you, Katie. Hello. Thank you for entertaining me every week with your love of Sailor Moon. It's been a blast to relive these memories with people who love the show and manga as much as I do. I'm writing to you to clarify your confusion on the origins of the Black Moon clan. In the anime, Damon talks about his ancestors from Nemesis. This is a confusing mistranslation. A better translation would have would have had him say that his origins are from Nemesis, or that he originated from Nemesis, since in the manga, there are no other people on Nemesis besides Wise Man. Wise Man is the criminal that Neo-Queen Serenity banishes to Nemesis originally in the flashback. Several centuries later, he senses four rebels, something he never shuts up about in the manga, in Crystal Tokyo. These four turn out to be Damon, Saphir, Esmeralda, and Rubius. He takes them to Nemesis, gives them evil powers, and turns them into the Black Moon Clan. So, what about the Spectre Sisters? Well, in the manga, they aren't technically part of the Black Moon Clan. They're advanced model droids created by Saphir and Rubius to serve what? as generals. In fact, what? when the last one dies, Rubius even says, they were never really part of us anyway. Hope that clears some confusion up. Thanks again for everything you guys do. That's bananas! That's craziness. I've never heard that in my life. So... So they were droids, and, and droid does not necessarily mean... Well, I guess it does probably mean android. So they were droids and got turned into ladies. Although, I guess, did they just die in the in the manga? They don't get 
Well, I guess they're. I actually don't know if they die in the manga or not. That like, I I gotta say, I really need to get back to reading the manga because when we started this, I was doing that to keep up. You always say uh, that, Chris. It's adorable. Look, one of these days I'm gonna finish Sailor Moon another story too. <laughs> uh, right after, and then and then you're gonna have a, a game corner. The, yeah, that's what that's what uh, Sailor Moon another story was. Right, right, right. Game okay. Matoki's game corner. Perfect. Look, look, look. Only so many hours in the day, Jordan. I'm a very busy young man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great letter. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was a really that was a really good letter. Uh, now, Katie, mm-hmm. do you have any affection for the four Spectre sisters? I love them. They're my favorite Sailor Moon characters. Whoa, whoa, yes. whoa! Your favorite wait, wait, characters? Wait. Yeah, that's out of like love them. including the including the Senshi and and all the good guys. Maybe not including like the inner okay. Senshi. Okay. All right, phew, phew. I mean that's understandable, but otherwise, yeah. Yeah, I mean they're they're among my favorite villains, certainly. Uh, it's like it's like Jedi, <laughs> and then Katsy, and then uh, probably Birdie, uh, Zozite, and uh, Kunzite tied. Uh, then then Birdie, ah. then uh, any other villain with a personality, and then Prisma. <laughs> that one that one monster who drew makeup on her face. I've got another email as well. Uh, This one comes from Jessica, who says that she is a relatively new listener, but a huge fan of the podcast. Uh, She's a cancer. Her blood type is O, and her birthstone is a ruby. Oh. She says she really loved the uh, intro bit because she was always like, hey, most of those things apply to me. Where were you when we were voting? Where were you when we were voting on whether I should keep doing the recap? That's all I'm saying. Poor Chris. Hashtag. Uh, She says some very nice things to us. Hashtag poor Chris. Get it trending. Uh, She says some very nice things to us, uh, but wanted to mention some things in particular. Uh, At first, the 300 IQ thing made her mad. Because, of course, Ami Mizuno Mizuno, uh, has an IQ of 300 on the show. As someone who gets paid to give cognitive assessments, that's not possible. (laughs) But it is hyperbolic enough that it's funny. I can see that now, and I'm glad I didn't say anything. Next point. The end of season one is is my favorite thing about the series so far. Uh, specifically the way they deal with Usagi's trauma. I feel like that gets brushed under the rug because it's just Usagi being whiny like she always is. But really, even though it's a magical girl cartoon for babies, the way they handle the trauma of the fate of her friends and family on her shoulders, all because of this responsibility that she never wanted or asked for, was amazing. It's true. I think the writers handled that beautifully, and it made Usagi a wonderfully dynamic, relatable character, more so than she already was. I could go on forever about the psychological aspects of it, and I was bummed that these aspects didn't make it on the show, but it's understandable. There's too much to say in that amount of time. And I may be biased about the relevance of the psychoanalysis of cartoons. Finally, and this is this is the big one, and I can't wait to, to hear how we react to this. Finally, I am so sad that no one has come around to defend Artemis. He's not as bad as people what? on the show make him out to be. Here you go, Jordan. Are you ready for it? Yes. He's really just a boy Luna. What? Oh. What? No. He's really just a boy Luna, so I guess that leads to the things he says being interpreted as more harsh. I think that Artemis is a lot like Minako. Does the show really need another judgmental talking cat slash ditzy blonde girl? No. Do I think that both characters uh, have potential to grow into useful, independent, dynamic characters? Absolutely. For this reason, I am immensely grateful to the Artemis Spotlight episode. I think it was the beginning for the development of Artemis. I love him, and I will always defend him. Side note, when I watched the first episode of Sailor Moon, I said, do all the scouts get talking cats? And I was very sad when I learned that this was not the case. More yakety yak cats from outer space. 
Other side note, I love Artemis so much that I named my new car after him and his namesake, the goddess. Both were equal inspiration. Uh, My car's name is Luna. Jessica says, thank you for the... Your car's name is Luna? (laughs) Nerds. What? Uh, Thank you, Jessica, for sharing that. Jessica has said uh, that she would like to be on the show in the future, so I think we'll save the big debate for that. But it's going to be it's going to be pretty hard for us to come around to Artemis, I think. Artemis, look, OK, has Luna said disparaging things about Usagi? Yes, obviously. Hey, well, Luna has drawn pictures of Usagi getting fat from eating. Much like Artemis hoped that they would get fat from eating so many cakes. Much like. But the difference is, I don't know, man. I feel like Luna has so much more personality and, and like cares about Usagi way more than Artemis seems to. And perhaps you could chalk that up to that being the, like a, a difference between the portrayal of men and the portrayal of women and that Luna couldn't be allowed to, to show that she cares, whereas Artemis has to be a, a cat who trains and then goes like, oh, you know, get over it, dipshits. But too bad. That means he sucks and Luna is awesome. <laughs> Okay, here's my question for you, Jordan. Now, look, I agree with you, but if I may be allowed to – and I I hate this phrase, but if I may be allowed to play devil's advocate for a moment. Like your Keanu Reeves. How much of that do you think comes down to Luna's voice versus Artemis' voice? (laughs) No, uh, because I actually do have a stupid affection for Artemis' dumb Canadian accent. Do you really like Artemis' voice, Jordan? (laughs) That was amazing. Yes, I, it's charming and stupid, but charming. Uh, except that then they have him say ridiculous and awful things. No, no, I love his voice. No, Katie, do you have any? Do you have any defense of Artemis? You're you're like us, right? You are you are a non Artemis fan. I just Luna's so yeah. cool and like she's serious, but she obviously loves the girls. And Artemis is just kind of like there and then sometimes he's shitty to luna and i just am not feeling also do you remember when he came on the show and just was being a piece of shit to usagi like immediately fuck that you know i don't like that you know i don't like that i know you don't i know you i know i know you do not like that uh well look jessica has written in requesting uh i i think we we have had and will have a lot of artemis haters on the show but if you like artemis i i say write in write in and defend artemis tell us what we're missing about uh the lesser of the yakety yak cats from outer space uh, which, by the way, is the current T-shirt that you can buy at sailorbusiness.ttoki.com. It's, uh, I want to specify, it is a Luna tribute shirt. It is not an Artemis tribute shirt. It is a Luna tribute shirt. Um, it's purple, even though Luna is not purple. But for some reason, everyone thinks that Luna is purple, so it's purple. Luna is sometimes purple. No, Luna is a black cat. Sometimes purple. Canonically exactly. a black she cat. Is sometimes purple. And is really okay. mostly gray. Yeah, but she's like a purpley black. Well, okay. I mean, that's kind of true. What color is Ray's hair? Oh, black. It's a purpley black. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like it's very purpley. But it's black. not like well, okay, and that's not what Luna looks like though. Um, I mean, it's not like the, Amy though, who has blue hair. I mean, her hair is blue. No, Amy's hair is, is completely blue. Uh, All right, well, we'll just Artemis. We'll keep an eye on Luna this and, and Ray are dark purple. Keep an eye on this episode and and what color Luna is in this episode. All right, uh, do you want to do one or two yeah, uh, Twitter questions absolutely. before we go in and knock those out really quick? I sure do. Let's go quick. Here's a fast one. Uh, Raymond wants to know. Uh, here's one I can't answer. If J.J. Mason is your production Zordon, doesn't that mean he's secretly trying to get you killed? Chris, is this true? Uh, I mean, I have suspected, <laughs> but but I don't know for sure. 
Uh, okay. That's worrying. What? Come on. No. Here's a question for me. Uh, Lindsay Ariel wants to know, Crackshot, if your cats were Sailor Moon characters, which would they be? Are they a Luna or an Artemis, a cat or a people? Well, my cats are, other than the fact that they talk, are definitely people. I mean, I'm definitely cats, I mean, because they have very cat attitudes. That said, Scape is, I mean, I'm sorry to say this after just talking about what a piece of shit Artemis is, but Scape is an Artemis because he's kind of a dickhead and (laughs) thinks that he is the best at all times. And Boo is not either of them. Boo is like a, a chill, rela- relaxed guy. Boo is a, uh, a Rhett Butler. <laughs> <laughs> now, Katie, you've got a cat, right? I have two cats. Oh, tell us about are, yours. You, are they a Luna and an Artemis, respectively? I think one of them is a Luna. The other one, I don't know. Like, I want to say she's a Munico, <laughs> but I don't want to offend Munico. <laughs> she's like the stupidest cat that has ever survived into adulthood. But she's also got that, like, Fun personality, you know? Here's another question that I can't answer because I've never played it. But maybe you have, Chris. Let's find out. Uh, Dominic Bowers Mason wants to know, the scouts sit down to play a game of Shadowrun. Who GMs? What characters does everyone play? Do you know Shadowrun at all? Uh, Shadowrun is, has been described to me as the game where you can make an orc who rides a skateboard and has a katana and an Uzi, but you can never figure out if he hits anything. <laughs> the, see, I only know Shadowrun through Dan Harmon drunkenly playing it on his podcast for about a year, which means I don't know that much about it. I know that it's like the future. And yeah, like you said, people are half human and half other things and they can hack uh, a lot. Yeah, I am. I am not a. I'm not a Shadowrun uh, guy. I I like my uh, RPGs to be either fantasy genre or to involve Pokemon. Those are the only RPGs that I uh, enjoy. All right. Well, let's. I think we can fudge this though, because I think we can say, okay. Well, first of all, which of the five scouts would be a GM? Ami. I mean, that seems like the obvious choice, no. but I don't I don't think she's got the charisma to be the GM. Do you think she's too shy to be a GM? Yeah. I think she is too what's the word? I don't want to say nice, but there are other girls that would declare themselves the GM and Ami would not overrule them. Yeah, but like being a, being the GM is I I mean, like it's fun. But it's it's the it's the fun that requires the work. But at the same time, I, uh, I don't think she I don't think she can. She's not a storyteller. I don't think she can bring the story to everyone. I, I, I stay with me because I know you're going to be shocked. I think it's going to be Ray because I think I mean I can see I think that. Ray will put in the work and will do a good job of like you know being able to get people through a story and and doing things. She will, and she'll take it really seriously. Mm-hmm. Possibly to the detriment of other people having fun, <laughs> but she will be fully bought now, in. Obviously, now again, we so we don't know Shadowrun itself, but like if we just kind of go general futuristic role playing game, I mean, I, I think we can definitely say Jupiter would be a f- like a fighter type character, like mm-hmm. a muscle type mm-hmm. character for sure. No, I feel like she is so not neurotic, but almost neurotic about how she's perceived that I think she would love the opportunity to be like something daintier. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Chris thoughts. I mean, I think that's, I think it's really interesting. Cause I do think like Usagi would want to be like the, the fighter type character. Really? Like, she would want to play like the, yeah. I mean, like you've seen her play video games, that's right? True. Like she loves, you know, 
like she wants to be the the big strong character who who hits everything I okay think. all right yeah, I think she would end up like, it, like, look, it would be a, a disaster of a game because I think you're, you know, Usagi would like want to be your frontline fighter, your big magic sword character and end up like running away from everything because she doesn't want her character to get killed. I mean, I think Amy is going to play the hacker. Now, again, I I don't mean this in an offensive way to Amy, but I don't think of her as a car- as a person with like huge amounts of imagination. <laughs> So I think that she would want to be like, I'm going to stick to myself. Like, I'll do what I know. Yeah, I agree. I think Ami would like if she's not the GM, then her timidness would inevitably lead to her being the healer character. The like that's like that's just going to happen. Like everybody else wants to play the exciting one. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, Ami, you be the you be the cleric, you be the healer. And then and then Venus would be like. You know, she like I, again. I don't know the types, but she'd be like, "I'm gonna do my charisma is high, or my comeliness, or whatever stats they have to be like." That's right. It's comeliness, I believe. Comeliness is, the, is in uh, is no. in uh, vampire. I think that's what they used to use, which I used to play when I was a kid. The, <laughs> the Shadowrun Wikipedia page. Katie, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but we just found out something very nope. important about Jordan. That's. You are 100% correct. Let's go down yeah, that the road. same group of friends <laughs> that I... Tell us more about how you used to play Vampire. The same group of friends that I, I uh, watched Sailor... That were my Sailor Moon friends. We, we played, like, uh, Vampire and White Wolf stuff. And what did you play? Well, because at the beginning, because I was young and dumb, like, um, like the, you, you immediate, we immediately would all try to be like, look, look, we're all Malkavians because we're dumb and crazy and stupid. Oddly enough, though, I ended up playing... The character I played the most, oh, crap, what was it? I can't remember the name of the class. I literally picked it because I went, I'm going to pick a character that is nothing like me and the one I would be least likely to pick if I was to pick on purpose. And so I picked the one that was like the the ones that like nature because I was like, I fucking hate nature. I forget what, they're, what they were called. Ah, uh, shit, I can't believe I don't remember this. My character's name was Max Gardner. Because um. <laughs> he was a maximum gardener? <laughs> Um, and, uh, it was, it was, again, it's a, it's a crazy game. It's like a weird, it's a weird game because it's a vampire game, but it's really about politics. Like, why did I want to play that? I, I always wanted to play Chain, but you know I never that, got around to it. Did you know that, that, like, the Humble Bundle right now is, uh, is Vampire the Masquerade? And so you can get... What, like the rule For books? a dollar. Yes. Oh my god, that's terrible. For a dollar. <laughs> You can get uh, you can get the core book, plus the uh, the the Bruja, Nosferatu, Toriador, and Ventru car- uh, oh. uh, clan books. Oh. oh wait, you were just listing them. Oh my god, that's that's such a, a throwback. Where are you finding this? Send me a link. I want to look oh. at it at least. Okay, like I think it'll still like for two days after this episode goes up. If if Jake decides not to cut any of this out, uh, no, yeah, he won't. like I'm okay. When do we start the Patreon and it's like, what level is it at for me and Jordan to play Vampire the Masquerade? <laughs> Who's going to run that game for us? I'll run it. Well, okay. If you're going to run it. I'll run it. Um, Katie, you in? You in on this? Yeah, I'm in. What is the name? Gangrel. Gangrel was my clan. I just looked it up. What the, the, they were. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm looking at the cover of this of this book. <laughs> 
Just imagining you. Wow, it really is cover. a dollar for all of that. And eight bucks gets you all the clan books. I Oh, the Book of Nod? I owned the Book of Nod. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't own most of them. I borrowed them from friends. Fifteen bucks, you get the whole thing, bro. Fifteen bucks, you get the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sort you of get tempted, them. man. I'm sort of tempted. You get them and I'll run us a vampire game. I bet of the... Of the like sixty odd people we've had on this show, that that we could put together a group, I'm sure we could find three more people. Yeah, I was, and I was just seeing a thing. Uh, just somebody was just talking to me uh, somewhere about uh, a really good uh, app you can get for role playing games, like so people can like group uh, group Skype kind of situation for role play, and it's but it's like made for role playing games. It's called Roll Twenty. I use it for uh, my. Game. That's the one. That's the one. The like. The chatting feature doesn't always work so good, so usually we play it on uh, on uh, Skype. But I do use roll. Uh, I do use roll twenty uh, to run like combat and everything. That's really cool. Listen, I would kind of consider this. All right. Well, look, you've got nine days to decide whether you want to drop fifteen bucks on every Vampire the Masquerade book. Oh my god! So, I mean, I've listen, got, look, it's fifteen bucks. I got D10s right here, bro. I I blow fifteen bucks on way worse things than this. <laughs> telling you okay look by the end of this episode oh i can't i can't wait to i can't wait to assign you all of your characters as the black moon clan if they were vampires <gasps> this is gonna be great oh my god that sounds so much fun hey uh james cat if you're listening <laughs> just hit us up when you want to play this is gonna be i kind of want to oh my god black moon clan vampire the masquerade that sounds amazing which character oh you're gonna run it i was gonna say which yeah, character i'm gonna run gonna it play. Oh man, who do I want to play? Oh, this is too hard. Okay, to let's move on to the episode. All right, now. all right. We just, but you just whetted everyone's appetite, just so you know. <laughs> look, look, wait. we gotta start. We gotta start this Patreon and get it going. Okay, um, back to. Uh, oh, how do we get? How do we get our minds back onto sailor business after that? Wow. You know, there used to be a thing that I would do at this point in the show, but I can't do it anymore. Hey, I know what it is. You would put on your Deke producer hat. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh boy, uh, this is going to be a tough one because I bet it has nothing to do with what happens in the episode. Well, it has something to do with what happens in the episode, but uh, it's not. Is it's it, not. You know, Saphir dies. <laughs> is is Saphir mentioned? Not by name. No, he is not mentioned by name. His name is not mentioned. No. Okay. Let's see. Is it called like the the Black Crystal arrives? No, it arrived last episode. No, okay. It, like, is the black crystal in the in the name? Does it is 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 uh, Wicked Lady mentioned? Nope. Well, to, and to be fair, she's not in most of the episode, so no, she's not in most of the episode, but she's still here. Uh, no, they they have that scene where they try to to drink their hot chocolate or whatever their tea. This is not a bad name for this episode. Okay, well, well what is it? What is it? It's brotherly love. <laughs> no, that is a bad oh, name, Jordan. You lied. What? what do you mean? That's great. You lied. No, it's not. This is all about him and his brother. <sighs> so that's a bad name. It's so touching. What did you say about Batman? I didn't say anything about Batman. <laughs> what did you? Oh, I thought you said something about Batman. Okay. Anyway, let's get to the episode. <laughs> oh, uh, tweet us your questions, like, and they might inspire uh, giant. <laughs> long uh, diversions into role-playing games uh tweet us your questions at sailor business on twitter 
Welcome to Sailor Business, the podcast where we eventually talk about Sailor Moon. Listen, we th- without commercials, each episode of Sailor Moon is 22 minutes. Our episodes are usually an hour and a half long. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd think they would be shorter. <laughs> okay, so let's get started. Sapphire Dies, Wise Man's Trap, episode 86. You can watch this uh, along with us if you would like on Hulu. Uh, it is available there, subbed and dubbed. Hey, uh, here's another quick diversion. <laughs> Has anybody noticed that uh, uh, S is not on DVD? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, like it's all on Hulu, but they do not seem to have DVDs out or available even for pre-order for S and uh, Super S and Stars. Like they're they're not there. So uh, I have the the first season and I have R, but I will not be getting Sailor Moon S, I guess, unless I want to get the the old uh, the old versions, which are very expensive. Uh, yeah, you know, it's $921.88 on Amazon currently, yeah. so I will not be getting that. I mean, I, you know, but like, I think we've talked about this before. The younger generation, especially, uh, just has no interest in owning media. I, I was with my brother. Uh, my brother was born a couple of days after I got married. So he is, he is 15 years old now. And I was with him in a, uh, in a, um, a Best Buy because we were buying cables to hook up a, 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 a Blu-ray player. And I was like, so you want to get anything like we can get like a Blu-ray or something? And he was just like, no, why would I want that? And I was like, well, because like if there's a movie you like, and he's like, they're on Netflix. And I was just like, oh, OK, <laughs> <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like I want to buy Sailor Moon because, look, I've I've been through I've been through periods of my life where I could not watch Sailor Moon anytime I wanted to. What is but, this? Thing? Uh, what is this thing that says Sailor Moon complete DVD? That's got to be a bootleg, right? I would guess I'm surprised they'd be allowed to sell it on Amazon then. All right. Anyway, forget that. Back to the episode. Uh, so uh, you can watch along with us on Hulu. And we open in the Skino household where everybody is hanging out in their civilian clothes. Now. All right. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Chris. Hold yes. on. Hold on. Okay. Before okay. you get into this. I mean, I know that your summaries were voted down. Yes. But like, that's because. Every episode, you were just telling us what Sailor Moon's blood type was. I think we actually need a slight update here because this actually is continued from the previous episodes. So would you like to do an actual summary, uh, like an actual catch up or? No, I don't want to do it. Why don't you do it? Oh, come on. Why don't you do it if you want it so bad? Because I can't do it anymore. The quick version. The quick version is just. uh, Oh, Jesus. What's the quick version? So the girl, the little girl who came from the future, that was Sailor Moon's daughter from the future. And now she's mad at everybody, so she's grown enormous, full woman-sized, and is evil. <laughs> I think there's enormous. a difference between full woman-sized and enormous. Compared to her small self. Compared to her small self. <laughs> um... And uh, also, also, I feel like full woman size is a weird way to put that. Sure. Maybe it is. I was winging it. <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah, it's, when not, I, it's not so easy, is it? Not so easy. I didn't say it was easy. I said I would do it. Uh, in addition, there are these bad guys from the future. They basically are three of them left. There's the wise man. He's like the guy in charge. There's... Jedi. No, he, no. 
There's Prince Demand, who is his next down dude, but who thinks that he's in charge of everything. And then there's Prince Demand's brother, who is Saphir, who basically goes around going, all of this is a bad idea. They have gone to back into the past, which is Sailor Moon time, the present of the show, and they've grown a giant crystal in the middle of Tokyo. And I think that's about it. I think you did very well for your for your first time trying to do a recap. Katie, do you have anything to add? Um, nope. How many seconds did I take? Like way too many. Ugh. Way too many. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention about the giant crystal, something very important, something very, very important. It is playing hell with traffic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as we find out uh, on the news. Uh, the scouts are all gathered at the Skino household. They are watching the news. And yes, the newscaster says, it's disrupting traffic and has completely <laughs> shut down the metropolitan area. Yeah. Also, there's like an evil darkness spreading across the world and ruining buildings. And there's like black lightning crashing down. Here, here's the backstory. But, you know, your commute might be a little messed up. Here's the backstory. The, the newscaster used to be the traffic report person and just got the promotion today and is having a hard time breaking from making it about traffic. Oh, what if the regular newscaster couldn't get to, yes. to work that day because of the, <laughs> the giant black crystal right. causing a traffic jam? Perfect. Perfect. Now we solved it. So all of the Senshi are just hanging out in the Skino household, uh, wearing their civilian clothes, and uh, Luna just sitting on the couch talking about it. Gray. Looks a little purple to me, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Luna, yeah, they're just like, so, do we have a plan or what? Yeah, well, it turns out that they have entrusted their plan to uh, the two most perceptive, most valuable, most uh, important, most uh, accomplished members of the team, Mamoru and Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> they sent them out to go look around. Because oh, why, why send the scouts? Why not send... Send those dips out. They just wanted to get away from them. You know it. Meanwhile, while this is going on, uh, Sailor Moon is uh, really having a hard time dealing with the fact that Chibiusa has become a uh, black lady. Uh, wicked lady. Something that... Let's say wicked. More wicked lady. Yeah. Something that is made even... Like, a little salt is rubbed into the wound when Ikuko comes in. Uh, that's Sailor Moon's mom. And she brings tea for everyone, including tea in a cup that says Chibi and has a picture of a rabbit on it. It's clearly Chibiusa's cup. And then she's like, oh, why did I bring this extra cup? I felt like I had to bring an extra cup. Like there would be one more of you hanging out, which is such a weird thing. Highly, highly strange. And then they're like, but she should have forgotten everything once the Luna Ball was not around uh, constantly brainwashing them. Chris, you've you've restrained yourself very... Uh, Remarkably, from not talking about the fact that Amy and <laughs> Makoto are sharing sharing the love seat. Oh well, at this point, it's, it's just a gimmick, right? <laughs> at this point, I don't need to point it out. It's like, yeah, do do you live with your wife? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed that scene of Sailor Moon because we're not going to see her again until fifteen minutes into the episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but we get to go see what's up with the girls. We do. We do get to see lots of other people. So, oh, and also Ray gets to be nice and be like, oh, we're going to we're going to make this uh, happen. We're going to save uh, Rini. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, cut to the real story of the episode. Yeah. Up in Black Moon Clan headquarters, Wise Man is telling everybody that they need to swear their allegiance to the almighty Death Phantom. Wait, just in what? case you were worried that this episode wasn't going to get fucking metal. 
yet again, another new villain up on top of the pyramids. Yes. The almighty death phantom who like, why? Why is there always like an eighth villain? (laughs) They want to keep you on your toes. And we see the death phantom, I assume. I mean, we see something. We see a skull with a black moon on its forehead. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think it's uh, Saphir is watching, uh-huh. or is uh, is no, this is Wiseman. Uh, Wiseman says that he's going to start a riot for the silence uh, and bestow chaotic emptiness on the on the universe. <laughs> it's like bananas. I love this part. Like, if we have to have Queen Metallia 2.0, like at least it's going to be like full on metal. Do you have any thoughts on the Death Phantom, Katie? Does it even matter? I don't no, think he again, matters. Oh, no, he won't at all. For the second season in a row, they're know. just doing this thing where it's like, oh, you thought this was the person who was the, the main person? No, they worship somebody else for no reason. And I don't think he's in the manga, so it's not like they had to throw him in. I'm going to say this is the secret moral or a message of the Sailor Moon anime. It's just kind of like it's kind of like the true evil is the evil of bureaucracy where there's always another level and there's always a, a bigger boss. Who is, is more powerful, the Almighty Death Phantom or Queen Metallia? That's what I want to know. Well, let's uh, let's use what we learned. Well, of course, the Death Phantom doesn't fit in, figure into it. I was going to say we could use what we learned from the letter today, which tells us that the wise man is the, the criminal from... Do you mean the letter writer? Because <laughs> letterer is a different thing, Jordan. I just said letter. I... I thought you said letterer. No, no, there is a letterer uh, in a comic book. This is from a letter that we got from the letter writer. Yes. Well, uh, but he didn't mention Wiseman the death. Says, phantom, so Wiseman says that the old like because what happens is that Saphir is watching all this happen. And he's like, oh, I knew, I knew it. I knew this plan was dumb. I knew my brother's an idiot who's being used uh, by this jabroni who's living with us now. Uh, and eventually, he confronts Wiseman and he says straight up. Who is the Death Phantom? Uh, and Wiseman's response is, he is an absolute god who will restore the beautiful silence and crystal clear emptiness to the universe. So that seems pretty powerful. But why? <laughs> also, even more than why, well, I didn't really say why what, but even more than that, what? why does Wiseman want to sit alone by himself reciting his plan to himself? Like he's just sitting around basically going, Oh man, I'm going to fuck over demand. It is going to be great. Why? <laughs> you don't you don't just sit around talking about like secrets that you have no. out loud to yourself in big empty rooms with lots of hiding places? <laughs> no. So then uh so when Saphir hears this, he runs to the dark crystal operating room, like control room, I guess. Uh and uses his future technology to take out the control ship, which just basically means shapes flying around and then a, a square that he takes. That's future technology for you. Right. And that's when uh, he confronts wise man. And then wise man's like, Oh yeah, by the way, just quick heads up. Just, just so you know, I'm going to kill everybody. So like <laughs> you, your brother, like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kill like all of you. Is that like cool? Like is that going to present a problem for you? Or uh and so he throws a uh he throws the dark hado from Street Fighter 
at Saphir. <laughs> it's actually a really cool looking scene because it like lights everything in black and white. Uh, and Saphir then teleports away, uh, escaping from certain doom. His, I mean, the power that wise man knows he has because apparently he gave it to him. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so he immediately teleports to um, his brother. Right. Well, we see we see Demond uh, like sitting on his throne uh, uh, with Wicked Lady, and Wicked Lady is like on the arm of the chair. She doesn't even have a chair of her own. Like I, I know that she she she's new to this, but don't be with a man who won't give you your own chair. That's just a general rule, I think. Do you think that she's like? I mean, listen, I know she's a child, but do you think that she's like thinking that they're going to be an item? I mean, yeah, I assume they're holding hands, so. Well, I mean, it's kind of like a like a mirror of the whole her little crush on Mamoru thing where like demand really wants mm-hmm. serenity and he got this consolation prize. And so she's like, OK, well, I'm going to be I'm going to be the cool one. Yeah. You know, poor wicked lady. Yeah. And she says, like, yeah. hey, this is going to be awesome. We're going to be uh, we're going to destroy the universe. And then things are going to be really different in the future, which is true. <laughs> Well, they if don't you think destroy the world. The future will be different. They don't think they're going to destroy it. They just think they're going to conquer it. I think. I think that's the I, that's the tr- the trick. Wise man is going. They think they're going to rule it. I'm actually going to kill everyone. No, because Wicked Lady says this world will disappear and the future will be very different. Oh, I guess she means like the future world yeah. that they are currently in that doesn't make any sense i think nothing in this makes sense. <laughs> no none of the time travel makes sense yes Does she, like but they're not in the future i guess but they're, they they're hovering over but they would cease to exist wouldn't they i i i have no idea because like, it would create a paradox. as we have established time travel does not really work in the world of sailor moon so cut down to no shit it's true traffic really is disrupted <laughs> We literally get a close-up on a sign that says traffic regulation. Uh, but walking down the street as a pedestrian is uh, all of the the uh, the sisters, the uh, the Spectre sisters hanging out Spectre together. Spectre sisters back. All right. I'm excited. Are you excited? Are you excited to talk about the Spectre sisters? I honestly forgot they came back. I got bad news. I honestly though. forgot what? they came back. The bad news is... That it's a different Catsy voice. We don't get we don't get uh, thirty years of smoking Catsy anymore in the deep dub. Well, that's not an issue in the new dub. In the new dub, yeah, that's different. So, Katie, here is your chance to talk to us about the Spectre Sisters. Because again, I honestly thought we were done with them. I thought we, uh, I, I forgot they came back. I thought we we had had our final word about them. But uh, here they are. Please tell us about them. Well, I mean, I think they are the only villains in the whole show that Sailor Moon just straight up like rehabilitates and then releases back into the (laughs) wild. And their response to this is to open a cute store. Yeah. Like that's so that's the most Sailor Moon thing that you can have is people who are like, okay, we're going to kill a bunch of people and destroy everything. But instead of doing that, we're going to open a cute store and sell accessories. It's interesting to me that this, I mean, again, this whole idea that they're not human, um, because I always figured just based on the anime that they were human beings who were corrupted by the dark energy 
and then they've been turned back into human beings. But this idea that they are actually like synthetic beings who were turned into real live humans, that's that's fascinating. That changes things. Yeah, it really like the fact that they're healed with the silver crystal like makes sense if you think of them as, you know, people in the Black Moon clan who are just taken over with wise man's dark energy or whatever kind of evolution they have on the on the the planet Nemesis. But yeah, if they're if they're monsters, if they're droids, then that means every monster could have been healed. Oh yeah. Well, no, remember I, I mean, mean Sailor Moon is just a murderer. In that first episode with Katsy where they where they heal Katsy, they don't say purge her of the energy. They say make her into a, a human. I guess that's like do they say make her a human? Oh yeah. Yeah. Ray is like Sailor Moon, can you make her human? And she's like no, that's not a power I have. And then she kind of is like, well, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> well, I am I am glad they're back. And I, I, I like that they I, – I love that they stuck together. I, I think it's great. I think it's, like, ridiculous that they're basically walking down the street in costume. Like, especially uh, 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 Bertier. No, they're just right? wearing just their hair. Oh, they're wearing, they're wearing like, uh, nice uh, – No, uh, not Bertier. Uh, Calaveras. Avery. Avery's in her costume. I don't think so. They all have jackets on. Costume. Maybe it's just her hair. Maybe it's just the hair throwing me off. Now, Katie, uh, I think we were. I can't remember if we were on mic or off mic when we talked about them last time. Did you did, did you talk on mic about who your favorite was? Well, I, could, I, okay. so, I couldn't yeah. remember if that was before or after we finished. It's Birdie. She's the best. She's great. Agreed. She's just so like chill and cute. Is she the youngest? I can't remember. I can't remember the order of them now. I think she is. Sounds true. So they uh, are down on the street just watching uh, all the traffic problems and seeing this giant crystal and going like, oh, man, maybe we should get out of here. Because that, that looks to me like the big final plan of, the, of our former friends. Uh, and then the big coincidence of the episode that seems to have no reason for happening across the street from where they're standing. That's where Saphir teleports to stumbling weakly. In an alleyway, and they see, and him. then he stumbles directly from the alleyway into the park, yep. where he collapses next to a tree that is one hundred percent the same tree that Nephrite died under. <laughs> the energy of Nephrite's death well, uh, I mean, drew him in. There's only one tree in all of Tokyo, didn't you? Know oh yeah, that? I think that's true. And the, one of the many things we know about the show, or about Tokyo from the show, is there's one park, one tree, uh, and no traffic ever, except now. Yeah, yeah. This is a rare episode where there are other people in the city other than the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> so Saphir uh, passes out, has a brief uh, dream of when he and Demond found a flower one time, and then he wakes up bandaged at the home of the Spectre Sisters. Uh, Wait, are you going to really skip over his weird love thing yeah, with the grass? Yeah, what are you doing? Okay, uh, I mean, I was going to, but please, by all means, Katie, take take us through it. It's, like, weirdly sexual. He collapses on the grass, and then he's just like, oh, grass. <laughs> and, like, rubs his face on it and remembers seeing a flower. I, I, I think you might be adding a little bit to it. Mm, I think I'm And not. I also want to talk about this flashback memory, because it's... Weird, isn't it? Like a single flower grows on Nemesis, and they're just like, "Hey, it's a flower. That's amazing." And D- Diamond's like, "Yeah, one flower. That's all that can grow here. But we're gonna conquer Earth so we can have as many flowers as we want." And it's like, "What?" 
Yeah, but that almost seems like a wise man like memory. A, like, you know? oh, like a chibi style. Yeah, yeah. You might be right. Although he's not around. Well, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Well, and it also doesn't work the way that Chibi's does. It makes Saphir, like, just even more upset. Like, he's just like, no, no, no. Don't listen to him. And then, as you said, he wakes up in the bed. Yeah. And uh, Pets comes in to offer him a a tray of some food. We get a a weird angle of Pets walking over to the bed. Yep. Just to remind you that the Sailor Moon anime is kind of made by creeps. (laughs) <laughs> it's very strange yeah she, she like slides directly in front of the camera uh with the like a she's wearing a skirt that is slit very high in the back uh and we get the, the big big close-up of that uh and sapphire's like uh hey pets um didn't you betray the black moon clan and decide to keep living on earth and she's like yeah um Wow, okay, I guess that's how we're starting things. But it's nice here. Uh, Pet says that she will take full responsibility uh, for betraying the Black Moon Clan if Saphir will uh, forgive her sisters and allow them to live. But Saphir, who is like clearly beaten up, is like, yeah, that's not why I'm here. Like, just a quick heads up. Uh, I did not arrive beaten up and running away so that I could uh, bring you back to uh, the Black Moon Clan. Hang on, because again, I, this is I'm I'm having some trouble because things have changed between when I watched this episode and now, namely in the form of that letter. Because what mm-hmm. happens next is you see that the sisters are spying on them and yes. they shut the door and they're like, oh, man, I thought pets hated men. And Avery's like, uh, I'm mixing up the names. Uh, I forget what Avery's other name is. Calaveras. Calaveras. Calaveras is like, uh, duh. Pets and Saphir were like an item. Now, I, she doesn't say well, that they were together. Then, she says that Pets is in love with him, right? Right. Is that what it is? Okay. All right. Yeah. But it is implied later that they had like a thing. Yeah. Through dialogue, not through any kind of sexual tension between them at all. <laughs> there is none. No. They are strangers. <laughs> okay. Well, because I was going to say if they were an item, and maybe they, again, maybe we'll get to that implication. Like, that gets weird again when she's a droid. But the thing is, is like, and I mean, I am not the ultimate Sailor Moon scholar, but I've never heard that theory before. Hmm. Let me look this so, up. That might be something that's like just I've in the manga that that was not uh, put into the the anime, too. And it could have been something that, like, Naoko said at one point, but that didn't actually make it in. Because... Remember, Mercury was also supposed to be a droid originally. Oh, back in the day, sure. Yeah, like when it was originally conceived of, and they were all supposed to die, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I don't think that canonically they are. I think canonically they're just regular women. They um, certainly are in the in the anime. I mean, yeah. in the manga, they all just get killed anyway. So, like, there's not a lot to them. So sure. to say that they're droids in the manga is like yeah sure and they get murdered like everything's fine no no problems there <laughs> yeah okay okay all right at the, somewhere around here in my notes is where i wrote down we have like seven main characters and this episode is about saphir <laughs> yeah this this is kind of a this is like 
it's kind of weird that Zephyr steps into the spotlight <laughs> here and now, like when we have this very emotional uh, Wicked Lady plot going on. But here, here we are, and it is happening. Weirdness of the timing aside, it's kind of an important thing to specify because we've already established that Sailor Moon can just heal people of Wise Man's influence, like he, she did with the sisters. Sure. And so if they don't establish that Saphir tries to go good and it turns out badly, then there's not really any reason why she couldn't just heal Diamond and, you know, go from there, you know? The thing that strikes me especially as weird about the Saphir thing, about the fact that he's the main character of this episode, is that he ends up being, I mean, again, he's the protagonist of the episode and he's also basically a relatively good guy because he's fighting against wise man and wise man is the ultimate villain. And by the end of the episode, you know, maybe he gets a little better and stuff. That's weird to me just because again, (laughs) you remember his entire character so far has just been to show up and shit on everything. (laughs) Yeah. But to be fair, like that kind of works in this context because he is showing up and telling them that the plan that they're doing to conquer the universe is stupid. Yes, but he's not saying, this is wrong, guys. <laughs> He's just like, this is a bad plan. It's dumb. There's no, ugh, I don't know. It's just funny. It's just funny. Because, because again, like, <laughs> didn't we cast Billy Eichner in this role? Yes, we did. Which would make this episode very difficult to pull off, I think. <laughs> right. I guess that's, that's why it was difficult in my head. So there you go. So let's see. So we cut from there to, uh, we cut to, uh, back to Diamond. Where Wiseman has shown up and said, oh, uh, Saphir went crazy. He thinks that I'm a bad guy and, like, he wants to stop me, so you should probably kill him. And, and, uh, Diamond is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that sounds, that sounds totally legit. <laughs> it makes, I hear what you're saying and it makes a lot of sense to me. Ah. <laughs> uh. So Simon yeah, is a terrible villain. <laughs> he's he, just like he's the worst. Is he worse than Rubius? Yeah, like I think so. He's pretty garbage, dude. Really? I thought you liked him originally. Uh, Demond? Yeah, am I crazy? I might have in those in those halcyon days of yore when I thought I liked all the Sailor Moon R. But yeah, like he's terrible. He's like an he's uh, he's awful. Katie, what is your opinion of the uh, the the male side of the Black Moon Kingdom? I have always had the utmost distaste for Rubius. He's a real dick to the sisters. Like he is a super big dick and just like a general trash boat of a character. Remember the, the classic quote: "Yes, Catsy, love is a powerful thing. It could be used to control simp's like you." <laughs> yeah. What a dickhead. Yeah, but I think he's and interesting. I think I think Demond is like just like terrible. No, Demond's just boring. <laughs> he's just another guy that is mad that he's not in charge, and so he's decided he's gonna be in charge. Uh, can I say something weird? Like I sort of wish they had leaned more into him as a creeper on Sailor Moon. <sighs> I mean, I like I think that's essentially what they do in the manga, right? Like, especially according to what we talked uh, about with uh, Shannon Maynard when she was on the show. Yeah. Like he's, he's like, they, he really plays that up in, in the manga. 
Yeah. I mean, it seems like that's more interesting. The fact that, like, now that that's what I, done with. What I don't think you want is for that to be taken to its logical conclusion here on the anime and have him be more of a creeper with Chibi Uso no, when no, she's no, no. Wicked Lady. Because I feel like that is where that would kind of have to go. Oh, that's not good. No, he could be like, you're not yeah. her. He could be like, forget it. You're still not good enough. It's her I want. Uh, maybe. I mean, that's that's that would be a, a better way to do it, I think. So I don't know. Maybe so. <sighs> so back to Saphir. He after the act break, he wakes up. He's he's still all bandaged up and he's talking to pets about things. She gives him some soup because he's sick and he's like, well, you've changed a lot. You know, you're you're you make me feel uh, chill instead. of You used to make me real tense. And now you make me feel chill. And uh, and she's like, yeah, Sailor Moon taught us to be chill, basically. Yeah, because that's what Sailor Moon does. <laughs> she teaches people how to be chill. Follow her example. Now, my favorite line of the of the of the episode, because I, I was baffled by it and I had to wrestle with it like nonstop and go, what the fuck does that mean? Is when Pet says to Saphir, there are more inconveniences here than when we lived on Nemesis. And then I'm like, What? Like, what? <laughs> Living as a free person on Earth is less convenient than being on the banished planet of Nemesis? Then why do you want to come back? What? Yeah, you know, there's, like, <laughs> like there's flowers everywhere. It's such a hassle. <laughs> Plants grow Like, if everything in your environment is just horrible, then you're probably so focused on just living that you don't really think about inconveniences. <laughs> So so she's like, on Nemesis, we were wondering, like, where our next meal would come from. And now we're like, oh, the delivery is late. Yeah. <laughs> so so basically she's like, exactly. first world problems is what she says to him. Yeah. She's like, we have first world problems now and it sucks. <laughs> oh, that is Sailor Moon taught us all about first world problems. <laughs> it truly was a blessing of the silver crystal. But it's still worth it. Even with all of these first world problems, we're surrounded by warmth, so it's okay. Uh, so yeah, she's giving him the hard the hard sell on uh, turning into a good guy. She's like, look, it's awesome. We're happy. You feel good. Other people feel good. You know, pluses all around. <laughs> and then he kind of starts... Exactly what she says. <laughs> pluses all around. And then pluses he's like... all around. And then he's like, yeah, I never really thought about it before. Why are we trying to conquer Earth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huh. Evil is a little bit worse than good. Huh. This is kind of pointless. I got to go talk to my brother. And he tries to get up. And, of course, he's like, oh, I, I got zapped that time. It hurts. I can't. But he tries anyway. And there's a lot of talk about his jacket. <laughs> because a lot, of, a lot of jackets all. Because it's going to become important. And she hugs him. This is a very slow episode. It is very slow. Why have we been talking about it for like three hours? Because it's so slow. Not, like, it, there's not a lot that happens. Uh, Sophia runs off to go to go talk demand into not being evil anymore. Now that he's realized that's an option. So uh, the Spectre sisters call up Usagi, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we got a bit of a Black Moon Clan problem." And Katsy's like, "Yeah, we need some help." It's nice that they can call yes. them. And again, well, yeah, there's inconveniences here in the in the present on Earth. Fifteen minutes into the episode, we finally get back to Sailor Moon. Yeah, who's apparently like, 
she answers the phone like, I mean, there's no other way to put this, but she answers the phone like there's not a giant black crystal erupting from the center of Tokyo that was created by her future daughter who suddenly turned evil. <laughs> like, she's very blasé about the whole thing in what should arguably be the most stressful moment of her life since that time all of her friends died. Well, again, she's waiting for Memoru to call with the uh, the plan. That never happens. <laughs> I mean, unsurprisingly... I don't think anybody's going to be spoiled on that one. That never happens. Yeah, Pets gets to keep Saphir's jacket, and he's like, I'll be back for this. No, he won't. Spoiler warning, he's not going to be back for that. <laughs> so he literally, like, stumble walks, like, having to, like, walk, leaning against the wall with his back to the wall, like, uh, 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 like, like that through Tokyo. And uh, that's when he winds up with Wicked Lady, who... Uh, Who's like, hey, I'm here to stop you. And and he's like, get out of the way. I have to go talk to Diamond. And she's like, how about I kill you instead? And that's when the heroine of the show, Sailor Moon and the Sailor Scouts, actually show up. Because this is really great because uh, my problem with all the Sailor Moon plots is that the villains never, like, call her up and just let her know where they're going to be. So I was glad that they finally fixed that in this episode. I was glad that Sailor Moon just got a phone call from somebody telling her that uh, some shit was about to go down. Uh, but Chris, here's the thing about that. Mm-hmm. Guess where Guess where the shit's going to go down? Oh, do you think at the giant evil crystal? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be a I would say that's a safe bet. I, that, <laughs> like, like if I had to guess where this episode, like I was Sailor Moon and I was like, where should we go to see if there's anything bad going to happen? It would probably not, be the giant black crystal erupting through the ground of Tokyo. Did not need to wait for the phone call. Did not need to wait. Uh, did not really need to send Artemis and Mamoru out to gather this information either, but. I don't know where they went. Uh, they are so eating ice cream at Bob Floyd's, just FYI. Oh, absolutely. Um, so so uh, Wicked Lady makes Luna Ball into a magnifying glass maybe it's or, uh it's a mirror bro well is it because it looks like yes. okay i thought it, no because at first it's clear when she holds it up it's clear oh i guess it no it's not clear it's reflecting no when she holds it up in front of the crystal no yeah it's reflecting it's not the crystal the is crystal on both sides there's not two crystals but that's man. not the same it's not the same it's not the same crystal that she's looking at yeah it is yeah it is man yeah it is maybe it's not I can't tell. Yeah, maybe it's not. I can't tell. I'm going to look again. I'm going to look again. I went back 10 seconds, and so it's looking again. Uh, then why are there crystals on both sides? This makes no sense. Fine. It's a mirror. Fine. It's a black mirror, like the TV show Black Mirror. <laughs> Which TV show? Black Mirror. What's that about? It's not about a black mirror, so there's no need to say oh. that again. Okay. Uh, so she shoots black energy out of her black mirror. Oh, I know Wicked why. energy out of Right. And I know why uh, Memoru can't be here right now, because he's playing Saphir at the time, because they are identical. <laughs> they are. They <laughs> certainly look very similar. Yeah. So that's why they had to make up that excuse to get him out of the scene. They didn't want to pay for the special effects to use the actor twice. <laughs> uh, bubble spray happens. Are you shocked? But guess what? The Luna Ball can outsmart bubble spray by turning into a giant fan, which she just fans away all the energy, or all the energy, all the That's, smoke, I mean. That is how you know that Black Lady is the most powerful <laughs> villain they've ever faced, because she's the only one who can get past bubble spray. She did. She just nailed it. She just stopped it. 
This might be the weirdest attack we've ever seen on the entire show. I love it so much. I was dying when this Wicked happened. Lady transforms uh, the Luna Ball again. Wait, wait. Into a shuttlecock and a badminton rabbit, uh, racket. Uh, and then, like, serves it at them. And then the shuttlecock transforms into a force field. <laughs> like, it stops and all the feathers, like, like yeah. fold out and create a force field. That's bananas. Yes. Highly bananas. But that is full on bonkers. While that was an awesome and crazy attack, you did skip one important thing. I don't think I skipped any important things, but uh, go ahead, Jordan. Well, it's important only in the sense that last episode they almost turned her good. And so this episode they go, let's try again. And she goes, nope, you're not allowed to use the same attack twice. And it does not work, which is weird. She should have tried to use double silver crystal attack. <laughs> Because as we all know, you can just power up your attack by saying double. That's true. I thought she had to have Chibiusa to do double. No, no. Uh, it was Amy did double. Double bubble spray freezing. Double bubble spray freezing. Oh. Well, there is actually a double oh. moon collation. That's both of them. Spoiler. That's great. That's great. Spoiler alert. Sorry. So then the scouts are like... Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we also missed the part where, uh, slightly missed, where the part where Saphir was like, you guys are saving me? Like, I'm a bad guy. And, th- and they're like, our friend said to save you, so we're saving you. Like, that's how good guys work, dude. And he's like, oh, man, I'm moved. <laughs> so true. So true. The emotion. So he goes over, while they're fighting, he goes over to talk to his brother, which, by the way, who, by the way, is just there. Like, he was looking for him, and he's just like, oh, there he is. And he just walks over a little farther, and he's like, hey, dude, that guy lies to you. I'm not betraying you. He's he's betraying you. And <laughs> Diamond's just like, bullshit. I've just chosen to believe him now. Okay, great. Look, it checks out. It all checks out. <laughs> this doesn't. makes perfect sense. It doesn't. Uh He's uh, he's he starts getting to his big brother. He's like, look at me. I remember I'm your actual brother and everything. Like, come on. Come on, man. Uh, that's when uh, Chris's favorite character shows up. Roses all the shuttlecocks. Yep. He roses all the shuttlecocks. A valid sentence in the word of, yeah. the word of Sailor Moon. <laughs> uh, so all the Sailor Scouts are free and apparently doing nothing because they want to watch what happens with Saphir. And Saphir's like. Dude, let me lay it out for you. Here's what happened. And then Wiseman is like, oop, let me just slip up and kill that guy. And he kills him. <laughs> like, literally. Pretty, pretty accurate, actually. He, he, like, sneaks up behind Diamond and just shoots from behind Diamond and just destroys him. And he's yes, like, he what like the? hey, listen. And he's like, die. <laughs> <laughs> and then Diamond's like, I was talking to him. And he was like, he was... He was going to lie, so I figured I should kill him. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, and thus, uh, spoiler, Saphir dies. Saphir dies from <laughs> Wise Man's Trap? Yes, Wise Man's Trap is sprung. And, uh, oh Saphir my god, dies. I did not see that coming. Yeah, that was a pretty, uh, pretty big one. If only there was some way we could have predicted this. Uh, and then he, he also, telekinetics the... Uh, at the moment of his death, his jacket, like the coat hanger holding his jacket, shatters and falls off the wall. <laughs> Back at the Spectre Sisters' house. That's that's great. That's the best part of the entire episode. Oh, and here's what I wrote in my notes, by the way. I wrote, mm-hmm. no rose to save Saphir. 
Like, what is Tuxedo Mask? And then also, the scouts doing, why couldn't they save him? Yeah, there's a lot of standing around watching this happen. (laughs) Throw some roses, dude. Save this guy. You're just going to let this guy die? Come on, man. But he's like a bad guy, right? So. (sighs) Ish. Like, watching them self-destruct is kind of okay for them. Yes. That's the closest, like, that is the best justification for this that I think we've heard. Because otherwise, it's literally just everybody kind of standing around being like, "Mm, well, that's that, I guess. Yeah, but I feel like if they've been bad guys the whole time, and then the sisters are like, okay, but you've got to save him, their immediate reaction is to be like, okay, we'll save him. But then they're like, hang on, wait. And by the time they've figured out whether or not they actually want to save him, he's already dead. So it's a moot point. Yeah, but except that they're all standing there at the time. (laughs) Right. They're not. I mean, again, they could have been fighting Wicked Lady. Maybe. Nobody nobody is like, hey, should we save him? (laughs) Like standing over his dying body. Like Tuxedo Mask is cradling him. Right. That's the weird part that Tuxedo Mask runs over. Because I was going to say, well, Tuxedo Mask wasn't there when they got the phone call. He doesn't know he's a good guy. But then why does he run up and cradle his body? Like, that's sort of weird. He's like, oh, man, I could have saved you, but I was thinking about something else. (laughs) So his jacket falls off the wall at the moment of his death. Uh, According to Pets, he will live on forever in her heart. And that's the end of this episode where, like, one thing happens. Well, you get get the the moment of, um, like, mutual respect for the loss of a loved one where the scouts allow Diamond to just walk up and pick him up and leave. Right. They allow Diamond to walk up, pick him up his brother and leave and go back to Sailor Moon's daughter from the future that he has artificially aged into uh, a wicked lady named Wicked Lady. Right. Mm-hmm. You got it. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. So a week ago mm-hmm. when I said that these episodes were bad, you said <laughs> these episodes are great. Yeah. <laughs> I would like for you to justify that point yeah, right Chris. now. I was just like really excited about Wicked Lady showing up. I was wrong and you were right, Katie. Okay. I just wanted that recorded. Yeah, that was I I I hecked up real bad on these. I rem- I thought this episode was better. Okay, here's what happened. <laughs> here's what happened. I was blinded by Wicked Lady showing up because I this we're three episodes Wicked from the end of the season. I I said last week, I was like, yeah, I'm so excited about Wicked Lady. I love Wicked Lady. We're three episodes from the end of the season. Wicked Lady did nothing in this episode except, like, the shuttlecock yeah. thing, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Mm, cool is not the correct word for that, but it was something. Yeah. But, like, I am so worried now that this is going to be just like Alan and Anne and just like the Spectre Sisters where I was like, yeah, yeah, I love them. These episodes are great. And then it's like it just – just fizzles because I like I watched these episodes multiple times before we recorded last week and I was still like yes I love these they've got Wicked Lady and the Spectre Sisters come back but like there's they're not good they're not and I I mean like I said I wanted them to be good I remembered them being some of my favorites but they're They're just not. not they're just there's nothing there like, we could have had some great stuff from the. We could have had, like, a whole Spectre Sisters update episode. Yeah, which I think, like, I think we would like, have been really into. It would have been amazing. And they could have, like, all dealt with Sapphire, et cetera, et cetera. And it would have been really good. 
And instead we got like half that and half brother drama and neither one was done particularly well. Okay. Here's what I think. Well, we sh- maybe should save this for, for final thoughts because now is the time of the show. Uh, now is the time of the show where we talk about what we learned from the episode. Uh, Jordan, do we have a Sailor Moon says on this one? Naturally. In every group of friends, there's always one person you can count on, you know, to always have the right answer, to think things through, to be dependable. It's good for us to think for ourselves, to be forced to stretch and make decisions on our own. Of course, those decisions aren't always as good as they would be with Amy around. But they're our decisions, and that's the only way to learn to be responsible, by accepting responsibilities. Or at least give it a try. Trying would be good. Uh, so which which friend in this episode is the one you can really always Apparently, depend on? Sophia. I think it's Sophia. Yeah. I think they were saying, like, good job, Sophia, for thinking on your own. But look, that is a very good justification for this, uh, Sailor Moon says, showing up again uh, and mentioning Amy, who I believe had zero lines <laughs> over the course of the episode. Oh, uh, no, now it's time for something. Sailor Business. She must have said something. I think she says one thing in the in the intro. I, I guess she says bubble spray oh, yes, at one course. point, she right? Does do that. All right, so now is the time for us to talk about what we learned from this week's episode. And Katie, we will start with you. What did you learn? I learned that sometimes your memories of the show that made you who you are are not what you think they are. It's a fact. Um, I learned that if you have any doubts about whether someone is good or not, you're allowed to just watch them die. <laughs> I learned that that at the moment of your death, your signature outfit will most likely fall from a hanger, <laughs> which is not something I had ever considered before. What's it going to be, Chris? What is your signature? What, what shirt is going to fall to the ground when you die? Oh, well, Jordan, you've clearly not seen my new con banners that I have where I am wearing a shirt that I own and that I wear to cons. Wait, uh, which one? No, I didn't. Oh, it's just a blue plaid shirt that I own. Okay, cool. It's a good but shirt. It's not very exciting. Look, look, all the Sailor Moon says segments can't be winners, folks. <laughs> not when we're dealing with this episode. But at least this uh, was like the closest to actually being relevant to the episode. Was it? I mean, they tried. It was better than the last one. <sighs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think as you were better final at thoughts. justifying it, yeah. Yeah, as far as final thoughts on this episode go, I think you're on to something, Katie. Like, I think the better version of this episode would have been, you know, the same opening and then Sailor Moon and the scouts being like, okay, they've taken over Chibiusa. They've turned Chibiusa into one of their soldiers. Who do we know that can help us free someone from being a soldier uh, of the Black Moon clan? Like, who, who can tell us how they operate so that we can get Chibiusa back? And then going to see the Spectre Sisters and kind of getting their perspective in that regard. And you could have even thrown in, like, this, like Pets's, you know, unrequited love for, for uh, Saphir. I think I kind of disagree that the scouts should have just gone to them directly. I think it would have been better if we, if we had just, like, cut to the sisters and seen them go through this whole thing, seen Sapphire come to them... And they're working through it. And then at the end, they go to the Sailor Scouts and say, we actually want to be part of this fight. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I certainly think there's a lot better ways. There are many better ways of getting them involved back in the plot than the one that we got, which is is 
like this episode's so boring. <laughs> it's real. And slow. I don't know why I thought it was good. I thought it was good as recently as six days ago. Yeah, you're crazy. I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know, man. Like I said, we have like seven or eight main characters, and we needed an episode about Saphir. What? So, uh, good goodbye, Saphir. We we wish you well in your future endeavors. Saphir on the street. He's going to do Saphir on the street. He's going to be on Difficult People season three, which should just be about the Black Moon Clan. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Good times. Oh, uh, I have a question. Uh, Julie Klausner would be an amazing Katzi. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, man, she would. That's true. Um, Katie, I have a question about the Black Moon Clan. Okay. Uh, After uh, we recorded on last week, you asked me to send you the link to the Black Moon Clan uh, earrings. Did you buy them? No, I didn't. Aww. But they are saved. Okay, okay. They were pretty cool, weren't they? Like, I was actually kind of surprised at how much... If you search on, like, Etsy for Black Moon earrings, you will obviously get a bunch of earrings that are just Black Moon-shaped earrings. But there, you, there's a pretty good number of people making the uh, Black Moon Clan earrings. Yeah, well, they're really cool earrings. They are, for sure. And you can totally wear them without thinking of yourself as a bad guy because the sisters are good now. But they don't still wear them, do they? I don't think so, but let me justify it. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, like I just searched Black Moon Earrings uh, on Etsy, and on the first page there's at least two different ones. Uh, of the of that no three different ones so yeah there's there's a whole bunch yeah there's a lot of really good Sailor Moon props out there now which is heartbreaking to me from 20 years ago because I was desperate to dress up like Sailor Moon and there was nothing yeah. and now you can get like perfect prop replica wands and stuff <laughs> it's pretty cool so that does it for this week's episode of sailor business before we let you go katie can you let everyone know where they can find you online they can find me at katie monster katie with a c excellent uh you can find me on twitter at crackshot with a zero for an o you can find our producer jj mason uh or jake mason at jj underscore mason he's got a couple other podcasts uh one is called the morphin grid it's about power rangers and chris what's his other podcast called about pokemon it's called pokemon world tour and there's also pokemon world tour united nice so definitely check those out especially since uh you can hear former guest of the show shannon mater uh on at least one of those so give them a listen uh you can find this show on twitter at sailor business please give us a follow and uh, talk to us on there. Jordan runs the Twitter account, and he's always interacting with folks that way. I run the email because we divide things up very strictly. <laughs> uh, and you can email the show, sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Twitter and Tumblr as the ISB. And, uh, hey, you can uh, listen to the War Rocket Ajax podcast or the Movie Fighters podcast if you want to hear more from me alongside my other podcasting partner, Matt D. Wilson. And you can also pick up X-Men 92 in stores uh, right now, which I co-write with my writing partner, Chad Bowers, and which Jordan is the editor of. Uh, you can also check out sailorbusiness.ttoki.com. That's T-E-E. 
T-O-K-I.com for our monthly Sailor Business Shirt Club. Uh, right now, it is the Luna Tribute Shirt, Yakety Yak Cat from Outer Space, designed by Christina Murdaugh, who also handles the production of the shirts for us. Thank you so much, Christina. Uh, you are amazing, and the shirts are amazing as well. I just got my uh, uh, Kindhearted Girl Genius shirt in the mail, and I love it. It's so comfy and so cool. That does it. We will be back again next week for... I'm so worried, you guys. About... Are these last three episodes going to be good? I don't remember. Are they going to be good? I mean, it's probably been not. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm in a moment of crisis right now, Look, an existential crisis. S is going to be good. Let me. Okay. Let me tell you about the coolest thing on the internet, Chris. Uh huh. It's called fan fiction, <laughs> and they have rewritten these things so many times that I'm sure you can find one for whatever floats your boat. I'm sure you can find one wherein the Black Moon Clan are now a clan of vampires. And oh, I think we're going to be living that one before too long. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode 87 of Sailor Monar, Believing in Love in the Future, Usagi's Decision. And until then, keep your mind on Sailor Business. Take my jacket.